Annie, that witch next door, and welcome to Moonday Musings, a mini astrocast every Monday where we take inspiration and dive into the upcoming energy of the cosmos. Well, hello, my wonderful, magical neighbor. How the hell are you on this fine Monday, on this fine moon day? Welcome to another episode of Moonday Musings with me, Danny, that witch next door, your cosmic train conductor for the week. How's that? I'll be the cosmic train conductor. <laughs> All aboard. Flying through the galaxy today. Um, well, we're flying through the galaxy watching a watching a helpful documentary about Earth because the information that we are learning and taking from our language of the stars, we are applying to our real life here on Earth, accessing our full potential, our full authenticity, and claiming our divine right of alignment for ourselves. So welcome. Before we jump in to this week's Monday Musings episode, which is for the week of Monday today, April 17th through Sunday, April 23rd. That's right. April is very quickly coming to a close. It's crazy. <laughs> um, let's do our our uh, weekly check-in with ourselves. So if this is your first time here on Moonday Musings, um, hi and welcome. We're so happy to have you here. One thing that we do around here on Mondays now is we do a little self-check-in at the beginning of the week because my intention with this is to serve as a reminder. I think it's so easy to get caught up in the distraction of our day-to-day and it's it's so helpful for me, at least, so I'm hoping this is helpful for you, to have that, phys- that physical, or in this case, audible reminder, oh yeah, I can pause for a second and just center with myself and check in with where I'm currently at. So let's all do that together. Um, whatever your body needs right now, maybe you need to shake a little bit, maybe you need to raise and stretch your arms over your head a little bit, maybe you need to physically stand up and flex or move your legs quite possibly, maybe you notice that your weight wherever you're sitting or standing is shifted in a way that maybe you could bring a little bit more more balance to and ease up on some other parts of your bodies that may be experiencing a little bit of tension, whatever your body body is telling you it needs right now that you maybe accidentally have been not paying attention to yet today, or maybe even the last few days. Uh, What can you do right now? What is your body asking you to do to adjust, to bring it a little bit more comfort, even if it's just for this moment right now while we're together? And if it feels good, you feel called to it, you can close your eyes if you want to. You can put your hands wherever you like. Today, mine are kind of just resting on my thighs while I sit down here. Uh, This feels like a really nice, comfortable posture and position for my body right now. If you feel like closing your eyes, you can. Let's take a really, really nice, deep cleansing breath in and breathe in all the beautiful, purifying, loving magic of the universe. And when we exhale, let's let go of anything that we really, really just don't need right now. Okay, go ahead. Deep inhale in. And really exhale that out. (sighs) 
You can take another couple of breaths here, or you can let your breath return to a natural pace here. But I want you to just check in with your mind, your body, and your spirit right now with your energy. And make note of anything coming up for you right now. And allow any kind of distraction that is not serving you to just take a beat for a little while. Just take a little break. Let it go, even if it's just for our time together today. And let's dive into the moon scope for this week. Where is our emotional energy uh, this week? What kind of cycle, uh, which, which stage of the cycle is what I should say? Which stage of the cycle are we kind of moving through this week? Well, we start out in a lot of our day today, depending on your time zone, will be spent with the moon in Pisces and tonight at 7.09 p.m. Mountain Time. So if you are in GMT um, or anywhere further, this is definitely happening the following uh, day, technically on Tuesday, the 18th for you. But the moon will be moving into Aries late tonight, Monday night. Then will be moving into Taurus. Right before it moves into Taurus, we will have our hybrid solar eclipse, our second new moon in Aries uh, that we got this year. I am not going to dive into that. We're going to talk a little bit about some eclipse stuff. We're not going to dive in specifically to this particular new moon because Shadow Chats is back tomorrow. It's back tomorrow, and it's such a good fucking episode. So I don't want to go into any of the Aries New Moon stuff, but we will talk a tiny bit about Eclipse stuff today. Um, then the moon is going to move into Taurus literally 17 minutes after the eclipse happens. Moon will stay in Taurus until Saturday the 22nd, early, early hours of the morning Saturday, the moon will move into Gemini where it will stay and we will round out the week with the moon in Gemini. When I looked at the moon scope for this week, the repeated message that came back to me over and over again when I was asking, you know, myself and, and our guides in the cosmos, what does it mean for us collectively when the moon is transiting from Pisces into those first few signs of the Zodiac again, going back into Aries, Taurus, and Gemini. And over and over again, the message that kept coming forward was getting back to self. And the way I really interpreted this for us is I think that especially, especially as of late, um, and keep in mind, we had a full moon in, in Libra this month. So this makes a lot, a lot of sense. But especially as of late, your energy and your emotional focus has either gravitated toward or it has needed to be focusing in on others. And in some ways, it might have even been feeling this is coming through very naturally right now. So this is kind of a little channeled message for at least somebody. Um, it it might feel like your energy, your emotional energy has been genuinely needed elsewhere. Like it's been almost on loan, like somebody else that you really, at one could be a group of people, um, could even be the collective, could be your community. But there has been this great other 
that your energy has really been needed by your emotional energy and focus. And now softly whispers the moon, this is a time for getting back to self. We will always go back into other again. Ha, huh, I can feel like the soft motherly like comfort of this message that we're getting right now from the moon for this week. There will always be that ebb and that flow. The moon, the lunar cycle shows us that every single month when we transverse through the entire wheel of the zodiac, we will come back to other. You're not abandoning them. Okay. Somebody definitely needs this reminder this week. This is really strong. Maybe lots of people need it. There will be opportunity and a time when it's needed to go back to other again. Right now it's time for getting back to self. Don't forget to recalibrate, recharge, refill that cup so that when it is time again, you are ready and fully prepared for it. Okay. Now let's very briefly talk about this eclipse. Um, Again, I'm not going to really talk about the actual forecast for the eclipse because Ash and I are going to give you a really awesome shadow chats episode tomorrow. <laughs> I'm, I'm smiling so big. It was such a good conversation. And I know that it always is, but God damn it. Uh, it was such a great one. I swear they're just getting better and better and better the more that she and I do shadow chats every month. It was amazing. And I'm just, I am so happy that... Um, Y'all get a Aries new moon shadow chats from us after all. So here's what I want to say. Uh, really, truly, the only thing that I wanted to remind you of this eclipse is you're listening to that witch podcast. I really feel like I was a Disney Channel star saying that. Hi, I'm Danny, and you're listening to that witch podcast. Have I ever told you guys that story that that's how I made the intro for the show? <laughs> I know I told at least a couple people who probably are listening to this episode, but I know I've at least told a couple people, but I don't know if I've told everybody. I don't know if I've ever said that on the show, but that beginning part where I say, hi, I'm Danny, the witch next door. And you're listening to that witch podcast. I totally, totally invoked Y2K Disney channel <laughs> vibes. Oh, that was very intentional. But seriously, um, if you're listening to that witch podcast, this is a witch podcast. So we talk about astrology and we learn about astrology here, but we're not afraid of eclipses around here either. Uh, we listen, this is, we're an intuitive bunch. Okay. This is an intuitive neighborhood. We've got a lot of psychic abilities. We've got a lot of spiritual and ethereal and energetic gifts flowing through the individuals throughout our community here. But I want to remind you that, um, it's totally like, it's okay when, there, you're getting vibes or you're getting the feeling or you're feeling called or pulled a certain way. And that direction is like, this is not the night. Like, this is not the time to do this. Please wait to do this, this magic. Wait to do this spell. Wait to do this charging, whatever that is. Wait to do this reading. Wait that like, or to, right now is not the time. Like when we get those nudges like that intuitively, I'm always, always, always going to encourage you to listen to that. And it, that's, that's your intuition and your biology. Okay. 
helping to keep your body and your spirit uh, physically safe. Okay. So we want to listen to those deep, deep down nudges that are like, no, no, something really is off here. Now is not the time to do this. But I want to give you a big fat reminder that every eclipse is not that. I am so, if there is one thing I'm so dead tired of in the astrological community, it is the goddamn never ending fear mongering around eclipses. And again, depending on your chart, depending on your experience, depending on what you've been going through, yes, of course, sometimes, sometimes there are, there are just times in our life where we're like, nope, now ain't it. This is not, this, <laughs> this is not the time I'm doing this right now. It's not a good time for this. That's okay. But I'm, I'm telling you not every eclipse because it's an eclipse. It automatically equals that. That's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Nothing works that way. It, what, what, how convenient would that be if we could count on things to be fully good or fully bad like that? Oh, it's an eclipse. Definitely going to be a bad day. That would be dope if we could genuinely have that guarantee and know that and prepare for that. Great. That'd be awesome. But it's not, it doesn't work that way. Sorry to burst your bubble. The witches are here to burst the astrologer's bubble sometimes. And I'm kind of here for it because it happens on both sides. And it's very, very necessary for a lot of good spiritual checks and balances. But I just wanted to give you a reminder, <laughs> seriously, that eclipses do not automatically equal bad vibes, okay? You really, I want you to think of it this way. You get to define what the word chaos feels like for you. How you experience the term chaos, okay? Because like I've talked about several times on the show, there are chaos practitioners. So for people to go out and say, oh no, the energy is very unpredictable, very chaotic. I wouldn't mess with that. Well, first of all, we have a celestial Uranus that teaches us chaos and unpredictability is a part of the game. Okay. It's part of life. And also when did chaos and unpredictability start automatically meaning a bad thing? It doesn't. That's totally subjective and totally individual to each person's experience. So that's my soapbox eclipse announcement for the day. If you want to take a look at where this is eclipse, where this eclipse is happening in your chart, um, this is going to happen on Wednesday, April 19th this week at 10, 12 p.m. Mountain Time. Okay, I'll go in more into detail with all of, uh, about all this with Ashley on tomorrow's episode. So don't forget to come back. Hey, neighbor, just one hot sec to thank our episode sponsor for today's Moonday Musings episode, Sister Yarrow. All right, I am honestly so, so excited to introduce a new episode sponsor and to gush over Sister Yarrow a little bit today because supporting small business, especially handmade makers and business owners, is incredibly, incredibly important to me and something I'm passionate about. So Sister Yarrow, formerly Paragon and Bone, I've been purchasing handmade products from owner Madeline Greason for 
uh, well, well over at least three years now, if not more. Um, and actually, she and I have become wonderful friends in that time. Uh, you can actually even catch a former episode from us that uh, I hosted Maddie on for. Well, Maddie has totally evolved and rebirthed her brand and is debuting Sister Yarrow on May 1st, Beltane 2023 this year with all of their stunning offerings that connects you to earth and to spirit through handmade, one-of-a-kind pieces inspired by nature and all things magic. From jewelry, candles, home decor, clothing, and accessories, all are made by hand here in Colorado in the heart of the Rocky Mountains. Um, I am personally a very top, top fan of all of uh, Sister Yarrow's products. Uh, like I said, I've been purchasing for years. When I want to treat myself, when I want to feel like the badass witch that I am and purchase from and support another badass witch, or when I want to gift that beautiful power to somebody else, I'm shopping Sister Yarrow every single time. I have shopped Sister Yarrow and Maddie's products for their for their products, for gifts, for, again, treats for myself, Christmas gifts, birthday gifts, just because gifts, uh, when somebody needs it, especially when you know someone that really needs to step the fuck back into their power and they just need that boost. I go with Maddie's products. Sister Yarrow is for you. Um, make sure, make sure you subscribe to Sister Yarrow's email newsletter and follow them on social media so that you don't miss exclusive discounts, early access, new offerings, and more. Again, Sister Yarrow is officially debuting on May 1st on Beltane. You do not want to miss that announcement, so make sure you're subscribed to the email list. You can do that at sisteryarrow.com or follow Sister Yarrow on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Again, that is sisteryarrow.com and at Sister Yarrow on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Thank you so much. And now back to our episode. Let's move on to Thursday, 420, folks. If you're sparking up, have a great day. If you're not, hope you have a great day, <laughs> no matter how you spend your day. But on 420 this year at 2.13 a.m. Mountain Time, the sun officially moves into Taurus. Um, not long at all after the eclipse do we start a brand new solar season, which is just absolutely fascinating in and of itself. But then later that day, not even that long later, like eight hours, uh, the sun will have its square with Pluto and Aquarius. So remember how I've reminded you a couple times, I think Ash and I will talk about this tomorrow too. Um, <laughs> you know, I've reminded you a couple times that uh, because Pluto has, is at zero degrees right now, um, and it was, you know, it was happening in a different way, kind of under different context when it was at 29 degrees at the final degrees of Capricorn. But every time a, a planet changes signs, uh, it, it makes itself 
up for activation with, with Pluto, depending on where it is in the Zodiac. And so because the sun is moving into Taurus at zero degrees, right? We're starting over. Uh, because the sun's moving into Taurus, which is a fixed sign, and where Pluto is at zero degrees of Aquarius is a fixed sign as well. We're going to have a little square off on Thursday the 20th. The sun will square with Pluto. And um, this is definitely going to be a bit of a refresher in some ways. Okay, stick with me here. This is going to be a little bit of a refresher in some senses for us internally, uh, but definitely, definitely veiled in a lot of progress and, and new beginnings. So when I say this will be a bit of a refresher, what I'm talking about is how we utilize resources in this world, in our community, and how it affects one another and how it affects our overall world, both in a meaning our population of like humans, but also our literal planet, our world, um, our entire ecosystem. So this is a, this is a refresher because I would be pretty hard pressed to believe that no one or that somebody on here has never thought of that before, has never reflected on that before, has never given any kind of thought to how their actions and their usage of resources or money or their time affects the greater collective. This is something that I think is a relatively natural human thought. Like, I don't want to speak in absolutes and say everyone definitely thinks about this, but I'd say it'd be pretty close because it's, it's such an undeniable part of our experience that we have this connection to one another, this impact on one another. And yet we are these individuals moving on our own accord of our own free will. Um, we are these creatures of community and yet we are each individual creatures. This might look like some inner conflict. It definitely might feel like a conflict among generations. Because Pluto is part of this aspect, we might notice this sense of just this stark awareness all of a sudden of our age. And this is something that is going to continue growing to become more and more and more important. The astrology throughout this decade, at the very least, is um, very profound. This is a very profound time in human history. And so don't fight the natural urge to think about how one affects the many and what that means for you. And don't be afraid to get a little bit uncomfortable with, with whatever starts to come up for you when you think about these things. Or if you're presented in this week and the weeks to come with, with situations and scenarios that present you with this inner conflict, don't fight it away immediately. 
don't try and numb it away. That's something that we are far too efficient at doing as humans. Um, let yourself sit a little bit with the discomfort because maybe just maybe there are things about the way that we live that should make us feel uncomfortable and should make us feel a little icky, quite honestly. Because when we feel that way, that is what catalyzes micro yet profound impact and change. Now, I want to also mention that the Taurus pep talk would be a wonderful um, episode to listen to right now as the sun is moving into Taurus this week. If you're really needing a boost right now, I think that the Taurus pep talk might be exactly the thing that you need, which is exactly why I wanted to record those pep talks last year, because I knew I knew that was going to be energy I would love for us to be able to draw on over and over again as much as we need to in the days to come. So I have that linked for you in the show notes below if you would like to re-listen to the Taurus pep talk or to listen to it if you didn't hear it last year. Final uh, transit that we need to talk about this week is, of course, none other than what I'm sure you're already hearing lots and lots about Mercury retrograde beginning this Friday. Um, Mercury retrograde will begin Friday, April 21st at 2.34 a.m. Mountain Time until Sunday, May 14th at 9.16 p.m. Mountain Time. Here's what I recommend. First of all, you can scroll back in the in the shows and listen to moon days with, uh, other retrograde advice. I highly, highly recommend that you right now before, before Mercury officially stations, uh, stations retrograde while we're still in direct motion, we're in a nice, direct, practical, Taurus, <laughs> Mercury right now, I would start prepping your mindset. Okay. Number one, I'd start giving yourself practical safety, astrological affirmations like Mercury retrograde does not control my life. I am the creator of my reality every step of the way. That would be a really good affirmation for Mercury retrograde. Um, reminding yourself that retrogrades are not responsible for our actions. We are. We are. We are always the one responsible for our own actions, okay? Um, here's how I recommend and what I, this is what I kind of do to prepare mentally for a retrograde so that I don't get swept down the, you know, sad Sally Sue rabbit hole of the world hates me, the universe hates me, I'm cursed, everything's terrible. Oh, look, Mercury retrograde at it again, off to ruin my life. No, 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 no. Instead, what I like to do is I, this is part of the reason I gave you the full dates. So Friday, April 21st to Sunday, May 14th, I look at my phone calendar and I start looking visually at what I've got going on for those couple of Mercury retrograde weeks. I 
I don't personally go in and change plans. I'm not that type of astrologer. I don't personally go in and say, oh, I already had this scheduled. Mercury, I just realized will be in retrograde. So I'm going to reschedule it. If that works for you and your lifestyle and your schedule, and that's genuinely going to make things better for you and anyone that you're working with, great. Totally fine. Um, I'm not going to change my schedule around that uh, because it would be terribly unrealistic for me, as I'm sure many other people (laughs) listening to this. So what I like to do and why I look at this visually is I start preparing my mindset and I go, okay, this play date, this meeting, this session, this call, this class, all these different things I already have in my calendar. I'm like, this is going to take place during Mercury retrograde in Taurus. I know, especially because Taurus is part of the game. And because this is a retrograde we're talking about, that being patient is going to be a huge, huge, huge help. You don't need to be a pushover. If there's one thing Taurus definitely teaches us, it's, oh, I can be the most patient one in the bunch and maintain the fuck out of my boundaries still. Don't you worry about that. So do not mistake patience for being a pushover, okay? But don't be afraid to be the bigger person and take a fucking deep breath and go, all right, okay? That will serve you well during this Mercury retrograde. Pause, take a deep breath, surrender to what is truly out of your control. Be the bigger person And you can do, know, know so strongly within yourself that you can do all of those things while staying totally rooted in your boundaries and your standards, okay? Um, So this is what I like to do. I like to look at my calendar and start mentally prepping myself in that way. I, 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 give myself an understanding for, okay, this is Mercury we're talking about. It's in Taurus is what we're talking about. This is a retrograde. What does that all mean to me? I kind of break it down into those little pieces like that. What does that all mean to me? Um, I know it's not that everything's going to be shitty during Mercury retrograde. And I know things tend not to function their normal way at their normal capacity. There, things might seem and feel a little more unorthodox or unconventional or even backwards. Things might even seem a little dysfunctional, which again is where some of that patience is going to come in and be really helpful because there's going to be things just dysfunctioning totally beyond yours or other people's control. That's what those little lessons around the technology and stuff that goes on the fritz It's not just to piss us off. I mean, it is kind of to piss us off, but it's more than that. It's what do you do in situations like this? How do you respond to inconveniences like this beyond your own control? Really think about that. Think about when you've been in a situation where something happened beyond your control and somebody had the ability or the option to come slamming down on you and blame you for everything and they did. What what did that do for you? What did that do for the situation? If you find yourself now in that position where you could very easily throw the blame onto somebody else, Will that be more helpful than pausing, taking a step back to widen your perspective? 
and having a little extra patience. Think about all that. This is all good little tips for reminders during Mercury retrograde. I really, really recommend looking up the dates in your calendar and looking at the events you might already have scheduled there. And if you don't even have an event, you can also look at, well, I know what my usual day-to-day looks like. So now I can visually go, oh, all right. So things might not be functioning at their best during that time. How can I practice a little bit of compassion for myself and other innocent bystanders around me? That would be um, probably the most helpful way to prepare for any Mercury retrograde and particularly this one because we are in Taurus and that's such a practical way to go about it, okay? Taurus likes practical. Now... Before um, we move into today's card pull, I want to make sure you feel nice and comfy wherever you're sitting. You can start slowly taking some deep breaths for yourself, grounding your energy. We want to make sure that you feel centered, present in this moment. If you feel called to it and it's safe. You can close your eyes right now and really open yourself up to your guides. We're going to take three deep cleansing breaths together. Every single inhale, get a little bit deeper. Every single exhale, let it out a little bit longer. On the very last one, make it really count. All right, go ahead and take a nice big deep breath in. Exhale that out. Again, inhale in. And exhale out a little longer. Last one, make it count, big inhale. And exhale it out. Open yourself up to any guidance, any insight, any messages you may be needing or seeking at this time. Oh, we got a a jumper here. Got to bend down to get it. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness gracious. This is so beautiful and so fucking on point for the energy that's just been surrounding us this entire Moon Day episode so far. Okay. Um, First and foremost, if you already got your Cosmic Quickie email this morning, you can pull that up and have that handy. If not, you can go ahead and grab that. Um, And if you don't have that because you're not subscribed, make sure you're subscribed to my email list because I always put the picture of the cards that I pull up. Um, we pulled as you are, if you've been here before, you're already used to seeing, uh, our little fantastic duo that we have here, the Rider Waite Smith deck and the Spirit Allies deck from Goddess Provisions. This is, I, I've been pulling these two in a duo for weeks and weeks now, and they're not going anywhere anytime soon. And Maybe when I finally move and I get to open up all my decks again. I'm so excited. These two will take a little nap when that happens. But for now, this is our trusty team. 
first and foremost, we have Knight of Pentacles. And Knight of Pentacles came in upright and came in so fucking Taurusly. This is such a Taurus card. Coming in steady, slow, ready to just one step at a time, successfully make the journey. There's no rushing here. We're not impatient. We know that there are times of speed. We know there are times of full-blown stop and respite. And we're receiving of that. The energy of the night is very beautifully receiving and allowing. He's almost doing both. Receiving that pentacle, that coin. And gently offering it for you to softly receive as well. This is what I really, really like about the nature of this card is that there are these dynamics that say, even though things are still quiet, slow and steady, there is still movement. This is still a journey. The background of the card, the landscape shows this is this is a journey. There is movement and there's even flow. There's a very nice smoothness to the background of the Knight of Pentacles card. And we're surrounded by the bright gold color, right? Which is in the Pentacles suit definitely hits on gold and this, this concept of earth, gold, which comes from the earth, right? Um, and there is kind of this prominent air energy. This gold color is all throughout the sky as well. There is a bit of that mercurial or air type energy flowing here as well. So we're very rooted to earth, very present in our body and in our mind as well. Our thinking is very clear right now as well. And we get supported here fucking beautifully by the cancer card. Oh my God, which is just so divine because cancer really came in and added to that flow that we're talking about. There are ebbs, there are flows, there are cycles to this journey. Okay. We allow for them. We're not forcing our way in and out of them and tiring ourselves for unnecessary reasons. Things are moving for us as so long as we continue to allow them to move and we keep moving through them, we will achieve and tap into that state of flow. Now, let me read you the message too from the cancer card from the book here. Cancer says, I embrace my emotions. You can find cancer sitting peacefully on a meditation cushion, eyes closed, searching deep inside themselves for emotional catharsis. Cancer knows that there is nothing wrong with expressing their emotions. To them, emotions are beautiful and they flow freely. If you are going through an emotional stage in your life, cancer is here to sit by your side and encourage deep release. Take note of all the emotions that you experience daily, judgment-free. It's important to realize that we shift so much throughout the day, and that's completely okay. Welcome all of your feelings and give them the space to be heard. 
We are naturally fluid beings, ebbing and flowing like the tides. So expect to have times of crashing waves along with the ease of gentle shores. Through mastering the process of witnessing and letting go of emotional waves, you'll find a grounded peace. Journal prompt. How do I allow my emotions to be expressed more authentically? Um, hello, that last sentence. Through mastering the process of witnessing and letting go of emotional waves, you'll find a grounded peace. Or you'll find the Knight of Pentacles. <laughs> Synonymous. That is perfect. I love this pairing in particular. Knight of Pentacles in the Cancer card. Absolutely beautiful reminder for our energy this week. Okay, there, there's plenty that we're moving through this week. Plenty of shifts taking place. Okay, we have the moon leaving Pisces, going back into Aries, right? Starting and going back to that sense of self. We've got an eclipse this week. Okay, and we have the sun changing signs and starting a new solar season, squaring off with Pluto the same day. And Mercury retrograde is starting this week. There's a lot. <coughs> Allow yourself to flow through whatever comes up for you. Allow yourself to have that grounded peace for yourself when you respond to your own emotional ebbs and flows. There may be days this week that you feel incredible. And there may be days you feel insanely, insanely overwhelmed. Maybe days you feel crazy drained or tired. Back to feeling elated and energized again. Listen to your body. Honor it. Respect your mind and your body. Give them what they need through these natural ebbs and flows. And I'm with you this week, okay? There's a lot. There's a lot. This is a, These are the times that it's incredibly beneficial to know how to read your own chart and to be able to just pull up the app, look at these planets, where they're happening in which houses for you, what planets for you they're interacting with. Um, understanding this, this part that I'm talking about, this can be really confusing for beginners when they're like, you say that there are these planets and they're affecting everybody, but then there's my own planets and I don't understand the difference. This is exactly, exactly why, my friend, I developed astrology with that witch next door. This is why I developed all four levels of that course. It is designed to take you from those very, very common questions and those, those areas of confusion and get you literally leave off, you finish level four prepared and ready to practice working with transits just like this in your own chart. That's how much progress you'll make in understanding your chart, especially because you're self-pacing yourself the entire time. I'm giving you my guidance and my tips throughout the videos, letting you know, hey, this is a really good time to pause and take a break for a while on some astrology studies. I'll see you when you get back when you're ready to take on the next section. Um, it's really, really, really beneficial. I've, I've helped many, many students now learn their chart so that they can listen to Moon Day, listen to the forecast, look up the transits, and actually understand how this is uh, not only affecting the collective, right, which is what I talk about on the episode, but now they're able to really take the information that I give on the episode and apply it directly to their, their selves, their own individual paths and lives. 
It's insanely helpful. If you are interested at all, make sure you head to thatwitchnextdoor.com slash astrology for more information about the classes and to sign up and get started today. Thank you so incredibly much, everybody, for your time today and every day that you spend with me in the neighborhood. I am eternally grateful for your time. It means the world to me. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. I know this is a lot. You're going to fucking love the Shadow Chats episode tomorrow. I can't wait for you all to hear that. I'm with you through all these big shifts. I'm here for you. I love you. Make sure you stay safe this week. I hope you're able to have some fun and stay magical out there. so much for listening if you enjoyed that witch podcast today i would be super super grateful if you would take a moment to head over to apple or spotify and leave a rating and review it really helps to support the show or if you just have a friend that you think would enjoy what we're doing what we're talking about here you can just share the show with them as well now if you yourself like what you're doing here and you want to get more into the magic of the neighborhood, I highly recommend checking out my monthly membership, That Witch School. It's kind of like a witchier, more interactive uh, style of Patreon subscription where you can enroll at a tier level that fits your lifestyle and budget. You can get instant access to all of the bonus content that we've already done, as well as all of the future amazing to come bonus content that we'll be doing in the future together. There's exercises for strengthening your intuition. There are loads of resources for studying astrology and learning your birth chart. We've got guest workshops, bonus episodes, exclusive discounts, and so much more. My full-time students also get exclusive access to Mighty Networks, our private online community platform, which is basically like a way better and way more magical social media platform with a bunch of really cool people like you that just want to learn from and support one another on this witchy spiritual journey. If this sounds like something that you would really enjoy, head over to that witchnextdoor.com slash enroll and explore the tier level of that witch school that would fit you today. Now, if you have any questions after the episode today, any inquiries, show suggestions, anything you'd like to share with me, you can head over to that witchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. Remember, I'm just always right next door. Thank you so much, and I'll see you next episode. Thank you.